Hey everybody, Mike Dempsey here. It's NFL playoff time, and you can still win playing Underdog Fantasy by picking higher or lower on player stats at underdogfantasy.com. Sign up with promo code 1010XL, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Time now for Breaking Bones with Dr. George Bari and Joe C. An informative but laid-back approach to sports medicine on 1010XL. Yeah. Now, let's break some bones. Welcome into Breaking Bones. What a, what a tough Sunday to have to get up, get going, uh, because your hometown football team is not involved in the postseason. But we are here for the next 30 minutes. Welcome in to Breaking Bones. Joe C. from XL Primetime, my man, Dr. George Bari from Bari Orthopedics. I call him Gio. Gio, what up? What's going on, man? Listen, I, uh, I'm going to try and play therapist this morning, if you don't mind. I, I like to consider myself a radio doctor. You're a fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeon under the renowned Dr. James Andrews. You have credentials. Uh, I do not. Um, but I am going to try and play therapist this morning. Uh, will you, I don't know, grant me uh, a 30-minute diploma to do that? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I think, okay. I think the whole city of Jacksonville is, uh, is a therapist uh, during this past week. <laughs> Yeah, because honestly, you, you've been on XL Primetime. You've listened to uh, 1010XL throughout your busy day, uh, and you've heard a lot of people bemoaning uh, everything that happened. And and uh, do you remember the commercial? You're not a fantasy football guy. I got to get you into fantasy football next year. Are you willing to do that? You know, I tried that with my friends once, and yeah. I just <clears throat> I don't have the time. I mean, you know, I, know. I don't know. Maybe it's, Here's I, the I'm deal. sure I probably had the time if I wanted to do it, but right. to keep up with every player and this and that, I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, here's the deal. You're a busy man, but you don't want to make time to lose, okay? Because that's what would happen. <laughs> if you if you were going to win, you'd make time for it. But honestly, it it is tough to keep up with everything. But the only reason I bring up fantasy football is because there was this uh, good campaign. Uh, ESPN or one of them did it, and they're trying to get everybody to sign up for their leagues. And basically, you know, they went through the campaign where they'd come up with all the crazy names for the teams. And then the, the next one was basically that moment Every single day it hits you that you suck, that your team, that why didn't you draft that type of guy look on your face? You, you get where I'm going with this, right? Yeah. And, right. and so that's the feeling that everyone in the city has. They turn a corner and they're like, we could be, ugh, how did we let that go? And just to sum it up real quick, from December on, they lost five of six games. All they needed to do, Gio was when two out of six, and they couldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, look, it was it was a complete failure. It was an implosion. I don't think we're saying anything new that nobody knows. I mean, it was a right. disaster. So it's embarrassing. And, and, you know, when 2017 happened and the next year came about and we were, weren't looking good in the beginning half of the season, I was saying last year was a fluke. Like, this is the real us. Right? Last year, 2017, was, was a fluke. I wonder, and I hope I'm wrong, but you know me, Mr. Right. Glass Half Empty. Yes, you are. I hope that this that last year when we went to the playoffs was not the fluke year and we're actually truly what we are this year. You know. Well, yeah, I, I guess the way the best way I can look at it is that at the end of eighteen, Shad Khan didn't make any changes. Shad Khan came out with his copy and paste letter saying that uh, we need to do better, we want more, that's not good enough, you know, that type of thing. And then he repeated it um, from 18 into 19 and didn't hire anybody until 
21, which we all know was a disaster. And so anyway, that is maybe the difference. And also Doug Peterson immediately made decisions, which you and I and many others have, have talked about throughout the course of the week. And look, uh, we're an injured bunch. Uh, we want answers. Uh, I've come to you for, for with my crying eyes for my ankle, which I'll get to in a minute. But this fan base is injured. They want answers. And so yeah. uh, as, as therapists, uh, we're here to help heal. Uh, and yeah. Doug, Doug bounced a bunch of people out of the building. Uh, there was uh, all sorts of chatter around the building, at least uh, people that I'm connected to, uh, that gave me the indication that one half of the staff was working late. The other half of the staff wasn't. And, uh, and they said, hey, we'll get to it tomorrow. Uh, and TLD, the well, I, mean, I, I think Doug mentioned that in his presser. He did say, like, yeah. uh, we got to fix our problems when, when we have them, not push them off to the next day. So kind of matches that. I mean, he, he basically said it without saying it in one of his press releases. Yeah, exactly. TLD's, I mean, that's my famous saying. I'll get to it. I'll get to it tomorrow. So then she decided to, I'm, I'm going to actually make a t-shirt up for her whenever I kind of give her that glance. And she says, maybe tomorrow. So yeah, that's, that, that's what happened. That's where we are. All right. Now I got to ask about young Geo before we get to, by the way, sports injuries, if you have them, you got an ache or a pain, you're waking up this Sunday morning, things just aren't as you'd like them to be. Ankle, knee, hip, shoulder, whatever it might be, hit the text line, 641-1010. We've got Dr. George Barry, free medical advice on me, on us. uh, And you can definitely hit us with a question, 641-1010. Got a couple that I want to get to. Uh, But when you you think of the way things unfolded and young George, that's the next generation of Jaguar fans, okay? That's a diehard Jaguar kid. Um, and I was, we had, uh, high school students that were in the studio the other day that were shadowing us. And I'm like, you guys have only seen two good years of football in your entire life. And they laughed. And so where's young George at right now, mentally speaking? Um, he was very upset. Yeah. He had tears in his eyes. And I mean, the day that, listen, the day we were doing the game, that game, mm-hmm. um, I decided to make pasta. And I think we talked about this last Wednesday. On Wednesday. Yeah. I have now trying to, uh, you know, spread my wings and do some things in the kitchen. So I, I was making homemade pasta from scratch. Really? And uh, you international you know, man of intrigue. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so the game ended. My son was a disaster. And I told him, listen, this is who we are. It's like, <laughs> don't be upset. There's going to be a lot of this. My wife got mad at me for saying that. And I was like, but it's kind of the truth. I mean, I'm looking at the record now. One, two, three, four, five, six. We don't have eight, you know, let's see, nine seasons of a winning record in almost 30 years. Yeah. Nine. I yeah, mean, I have on. to look at it, but you're you're probably right. I, I I'm, I'm looking at it now. It's not. It's not. savage. Okay, you 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 gutted me even more. You savage. All right. Yeah, I'm looking at your laptop. You're right. You're right. Listen, they had four winning seasons uh, to begin. You know, after the expansion year from '96 to '99, and that's the last time this team went to the playoffs in back-to-back years. And then you get into 2000s. You have one. I think one. Uh, I'm trying to remember. No, there was not a home game. Uh, in the 21st century until 17. At least I'm pretty sure that's correct. I mean, look, we've had nine winning seasons and three of them, so a third, mm-hmm. right, 
Yeah. Whereas in the first five years. Yeah. Four of them were in the first five years. Four. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Four of them. Yeah. 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 Because then you, you go to five and seven, 17, 22, and then there's one other one stuck in there somewhere. Um, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just. You just hurt me. You hurt me to so, my core. I, I try right. to I try to ease ease the pain for my son. Tell him, listen, it's okay. This happens. It's going to happen a lot more. My wife, you know, is a is a much newer Jaguars fan because she moved. You know, when we moved here, and she's now mm-hmm. inherited. It. She's all in, right? And she was mad out of her mind. But it's like, listen, I'm used to this. I've been a Jaguars fan since they started. I remember in fifth grade when they had their first game, and they, you know, and and I went to it. But this is this is not new for me. <laughs> well, let's see where they go if they do anything new. Uh, many people have already hit us on the text line this morning saying, "Hire Nick Saban, hire Nick Saban." Bring do you think, do you think we should bring? Here. You think? Imagine <laughs> so, if we bring Nick Saban and Belichick, and what's the guy's name from Seattle? Yeah, Pete Carroll. Bring him too. Yeah, and we just bring them. I don't know what we do with them, but they're somewhere on on, on the t- coaching staff. Uh, it, it really is incredible, the enormity, and I brought this up after all this news, you know, fell on on XL primetime. But, Gio, you're talking about royalty leaving the building. This is not just Elvis left the building. This is guys who have multiple uh, pieces of hardware in their hands. And Nick Saban, who was a disciple of Bill Belichick, in the same week, decide to exit the building. It is kind of surreal for a football fan. Uh, uh, those that do not root for Bama don't mind him leaving, uh, but the guy represents excellence, greatness, the goat of coaching. And then you got the other guy. So basically, what did he win? Seven national titles. And then the other guy, Bill Belichick, six Lombardies. Uh, Pete Carroll, another Lombardi. Jim Harbaugh, if he leaves, he just won a natty. I mean, honestly, that's that's four coaches. Two were in the college football playoff, and two have been in the Super Bowl and won it um, in recent men- memory, and they're all out the door. Yeah, it's crazy. It's been a been a crazy week for for all these coaches, and you know, the, it's funny because there's so much turmoil. And the, with the coaching staff, and then you have the Jaguars and and Dilla saying all these things online I about the Dilla. Jaguars coaching situation. How true that is, I don't know. But um, you know, this I hear a lot of Jaguars fans reaching out saying uh, we need to grab a bunch of these guys that are leaving or getting let go. Of the other yeah, coaches. I, I love Dilla. Dilla will stir the pot uh, and get it going. That's for sure. All right, six four one ten ten. Let's talk about some injuries. You know, what you're looking at, Gio, is just a number of guys that are beaten up and banged, uh, bruised, all that stuff coming into this NFL wildcard weekend. Yesterday, last night, today. By the way, before we get to any of the the injuries from today, Peacock, uh, where are you at? I wonder how many people tuned in last night, uh, either had to buy a subscription or, uh, look, the NFL and Peacock, for that matter, they're forcing sports fans' hands. They're saying, bro. This is the most popular product in America, and you're yeah. going to pay to watch it if we say you're going to pay to watch it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're right, but if you think about it, they've been doing that for a while now with Amazon on Thursday nights. True. And with the games on ESPN, I don't know if they still do Monday night only on ESPN. I don't recall, but some of these games are only on ESPN for a little bit, like the Monday night games, and mm-hmm. you have to pay for cable. Right, so that's really really you're paying to watch on ESPN. It's not coming free over the antennas. So, 
you know, I think it's kind of messed up, but they've been doing it. You know, they've been doing it on Amazon, oh, yeah. and, they, and and they did it with uh, when it goes on ESPN because you have to subscribe to that. You got to pay for that package. So uh, I mean, look, they've been doing it it's just now. I think it's a little more pronounced because it's the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. And when they start doing that, then they're they're getting serious. I'm going to ask you how many subscriptions you have. So get ready to confess here. I I, I told JJ in the studio. I said, "Um, I can't wait. When is Congress going to get involved? Because Congress always likes to get involved in in professional sports (laughs) when they have no business being in it, and Uh and try to sue them for uh, putting it on Peacock. Okay, now you just took me off the interstate. I just hit an exit. I got to tell you this one too, because this matches up perfectly with what you're saying. Shohei Otani, he's coming to my beloved Dodgers. He's going to wear the Dodger blue, and he signs this mega mammoth, unheard of contract. And then even more unheard of, he says he's going to defer a large yes. percentage of that salary, like ninety plus percent of that salary. Well, guess uh-huh. what? Legal California people are now involved. Some lady, I can't think of her name, and I don't care. She's some representative in California. She says, this will not stand. We are going to enact some legislation. We're going to get some money out of that dude before but, he's but, done. But they're going to get it for to him after, aren't they? Well, yeah, but here's the thing. It, it, there's no guard against if he moves. And so the whole idea is that this contract will carry him. I'm just guessing here. I think it was 2036. It might be 2034. It might be a 10-year deal. Anyway, when he leaves, that's when some of that money kicks in, maybe 2036. And so they're saying, the lawmakers are saying, that's BS. We want our 40, 50, 60% of your money living in the state of California. What's the difference between that and when someone gets a pension and they retire and you pay them and they move? Or Bobby Bonilla Day, who gets paid every July 1st, and he probably doesn't live where that contract was signed. Yeah, I don't know how he, like, where it actually gets broken up dollars-wise here. Let me see if I can pull this up here for you real quick. All right, so... She basically is saying, all right, it's $68 million annually he's deferring until 2034. So it's not necessarily um, – well, it's the tax department that wants in on this bad boy. So well, yeah, they're state- scared now. Now this sets a precedent. Now anyone who's going to sign a massive contract will say, yeah. give me this money eight years from now, and I'm going to move to Texas or Florida where there's no I state income it. tax. I love it. And, and basically give, 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 the <laughs> finger, give the finger to Cali. I love that. So you got the California State Controller, Malia M. Cohen. She's labeling this unfair. You ready? The current tax system allows for unlimited deferrals, creating a significant imbalance in the tax structure, <laughs> which was pointed out. It was pointed out in the story. Well, that might have been the point of the contract, lady. So she is urging Congress to take immediate and decisive action to rectify this imbalance. <laughs> that's that's uh, stupid. all right let's get to uh some injuries all right and uh and i'm not going to start with me i know it's all about me but i'm this is a youngster that needs help so this was off the text line six four one ten ten. you guys can hit us with injuries my two-year-old tripped in a hole and seems mm. to have sprained his <clears throat> ankle uh should i take him in or just do ice and elevation like a regular sprain huh a two-year-old well i mean i don't treat i do some kids as in like eighth grade high school i don't do i don't do peds in my office but you know i don't know how long ago he hurt his ankle i I think if it was a one or two or three days we can watch Mm it um once you're hitting a week and people and kids are still struggling i recommend getting an x-ray i mean 
I was complicit in this. My son was limping for two weeks, saying his foot hurt before I got an x-ray on it. And, and yeah. he had something wrong with it. And I had to put him in a cast because I thought he was just, you know, being exaggerating a little bit. So, oh, boy, uh, I've been there. Right, I think we've all, all have it. I'll say, no, don't worry, you're fine, you're fine. Because, but yeah. I, I think if it's more than about, you know, obviously if he's in extreme pain and mm-hmm. he can't function and walk, then go get an X-ray. Uh, but if, if he's doing fine, and kids will let you know because they'll go play if they're okay, and then when it hurts, they'll come and tell you that it hurts. That's um, true. But if you see that he's not the same, it's been a couple of days now, he's still struggling. Then then maybe go get an X-ray just to make sure that there's no growth plate. A fracture, just a small hairline growth plate fracture, or what we call a buckle fracture in kids, which are incomplete fractures, and um, their bones kind of buckle a little bit because they're malleable, and they're almost mm-hmm. like a, a wet twig, right? You can't snap a wet twig; you can just kind of like bend them a little bit, right? So, his bones are malleable, and they don't always break. Sometimes they just bend or buckle, and uh, I've seen plenty of kids go out and play, and but complain on and off of pain because and then you get x-ray and then they have a buckle fracture so if it's been a couple of days go get an x-ray just to make sure everything's okay yeah i'm glad you said that and you explained it well because i was going to ask the question about you know the development of the actual bone uh in a youngster and i think you hit the nail on the head and that's what i appreciate about you um because i think people understand it better when you explain it and you have to be cautious you don't need to be over the top and you also don't need to dismiss um yeah a kid's pain you know i mean yeah right and, and there's a fine line because we've all we've all been there where a kid goes mommy my head hurts and it's like the end of the world and two minutes later they're out running and playing right because right. they hit their head right. or something and they're fine and then you have the then you have it where they hurt and they complain about it constantly every day so then you do have to pay attention don't don't dismiss it it's very easy to dismiss children because sometimes any fall is the end of the world and they get up and like nothing's wrong uh, but just keep an eye on it and, and, and see how they're doing uh our grant well, I always talk about the babes, grandbabies, uh, Emmy and Libby, I call uh, Eminem and Lemon. And so Emmy opened up. A, have you ever done the white elephant Christmas gift? Uh, I've not. Yeah. Well, the white elephants, when you pass everything around, everyone draws a number and you, it could be a gag gift or whatever, something funny. Anyway, we tried to include her. She opens up uh, a thing full of chalk. They're like making sure she gets something she likes. Right. Yeah. So she opens it up. It's going to be chalk where she can color the concrete patio out back. Anyway, she looks at it and she smiles and then she just erupts into this biggest scream and cry and everything. There was no purple chalk (laughs) and she flipped out. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Absolutely flipped out because this is you have two, two sons, but frozen is a big deal. And dang it, you better have some purple and blue in there. Oh, I see. Yeah, uh, you're right. Yeah. All right, let, let's hit. Um, let's hit an injury today. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be without T.J. Watt. They're playing the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are a big favorite uh, up there uh, in Buffalo land. But T.J. Watt with a uh, MCL sprain, he was ruled out for this game. Could come back. So give us an idea whenever you hear MCL sprain and and maybe if Pittsburgh were to play on, he'd be available. Well, I mean, look, MCL is very commonly injured. We've talked about this injury many times um, in, in the NFL. And, and it gives part of the one of the ligaments that give you stability in the knee. If it's a grade one, we just talk about um, pain control. Right. But if mm-hmm. it's a grade two and three, now you're actually looking at the stability of the knee and the knee is going to feel unstable. So there, there's a knee brace you can wear that can help it, help the stability of the knee when you have an injured MCL. And if you have a grade two, it's really going to be very hard to play. It's just going to hurt too much. Mm-hmm. Saying that, 
grade one, you can't play in a week's time um, as long as the pain is not bad. Now, in theory, let's say you are hurting, but your knee is pretty stable. Like there's no gapping in the knee. It's just painful. Look, in theory, you can numb it up in that area and you can take anti-inflammatory and see if you could play. But you're definitely going to be at risk of, of possibly making it worse if you have another injury. And that's going to be the risk that you, you run playing on, on a grade one um, injury. And if you're willing to do that, that, that's on you and that's okay. But you just have to understand the consequence if something bad happens. But yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. as long as it's a, and they're saying he's going to come back next week. So I'm going to, I would say it's a grade one mm-hmm. uh, tear. They already have him. They stated, you know, at least he'll be out this week and come back next week. So I would say it's just a grade one. Yeah, because they're they're basically not even talking about what happens after this week, not knowing if they're going to play on, but just ruling him out this week and this week alone, uh, not giving anybody hope, just basically saying he's out for this week. Uh, Now, this one, you know, T.J. Watt and the Steelers are trying to play their way uh, into the playoffs and beyond just one game. Meanwhile, Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars are at home sitting. So this question was asked uh, on the text line at 641-1010. How long before Trevor should really rest his shoulder? Or how long before – what the heck? How long before Trevor should really test test his shoulder? There you go. How long before Trevor – I'd wait two, three weeks. Assuming he has a grade one uh, injury of the AC joint, I would wait two, three weeks. Make sure by that time it should be fully healed and fine. Um, and that and, and do some therapy in the meantime in that in the two three weeks just to help the pain control mm-hmm. and then uh, I think after three weeks he should be fine to be able to go back and throw and do whatever so the second half of the question is his throwing motion got worse as Sunday went along did you guys yeah. notice that from the pain was it from the pain oh I, I didn't notice it but uh, it's a very interesting comment I, don't, I haven't heard that anywhere else Joe have you noticed that did you notice that well it's funny because when when I saw the question and I didn't I didn't have an answer other than he threw the ball to the other guy okay <laughs> yeah you know, that that throw to Ingram was terrible and and I, I I maybe could just blame that honestly on pain and not being an accurate thrower because he might have been writhing in pain I don't know no it I was mean, a terrible true. It was a Look, terrible throw. It's very possible that he was hurting so much. And I mean, it hurting enough, I should say, to the point where it affects your throat. I mean, yeah. listen, we've all had an injury and you walk, and, yeah, it's fine. And then you do something like, oh, I feel it. Right. But, but we're not running on a field and throwing gunsling in our arms. Right. We're, yeah. we're sitting at a desk and walking around and, and doing some manual labor, but we're not running away from a 300 pound guy who wants to obliterate your face to the ground. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it could definitely, it could have definitely been a, a part of the reason why his throws weren't very accurate, or he had just pain while he was throwing it. Uh, one thing that our quarterback whisperer Denny Thompson mentioned on XL Primetime is the actual way he was delivering the football. His arm started to cross his body instead of you know fire towards the target, and that actually could have been pain related too. That does actually make sense, right? Yeah, he, I mean, look, when you're hurting, your body tends to want to go in the direction and do something that is less painful. So uh, even while he's throwing it, his body probably had to do a little adjustment if it gave him more relief. Uh, and, and, you know, that's not his normal throwing motion, so he's going to be a little off target, which he was. Now, now, I will say not every interception was his fault. Ingram, I think, botched a, an interception that he should have caught. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It's definitely going to make you less accurate. All right. One other guy that is playing on this weekend, Sam Laporta, 
and he uh, banged the knee and has a bone bruise and definitely is looking at other uh, problems around the knee, instability, and so on. And so deal with the bone bruise first. At least that's the way it's being talked about uh, with Sam Laporta, and, and that may also be a th- uh, pain threshold. Yeah, it's a pain threshold of bone bruise. Now, if you watch the video, he he really badly hyperextended his knee, and he was down. And, of course, when anyone goes down like that, like he did, the first thing you worry about is an ACL. And, actually, if you go and watch the injury on YouTube, you can see the the doc yeah, of the sideline do an ACL yeah, okay. test on him. Okay, explain the, the hyperextension when you do see so it. So when, when you stick your leg out, right, like uh, straight, that's extension. Mm-hmm. Hyperextension is when it goes straighter than what you can actually do it at, right? So right. it's actually technically straighter than zero. So a lot of people can go up to minus five. You should see, you know, like females, how they, they, uh, females can are a little more lax in the joints than, than males, mm-hmm. especially younger, uh, females. So they can, you know, they call it quote unquote double jointed and they, they can, when they stand up straight, their, their knee and like almost look like it's going backwards. So that's a hyperextension mm-hmm. injury. You worry about ACL meniscus and uh, a bone bruising when the bones hit each other and that's what he has and it's basically a pain tolerance thing and, and we've seen bone bruises people come back in a week and we have seen bone bruises where it takes them a month right so it's, it's not uncommon to see that depends how bad it is so for him it is going to be a pain tolerance thing and if he could come back and play you know in a couple of days in a week or that's fine but if he's struggling bad, it, sometimes it takes time. And, and look, there are sometimes bone bruises don't heal. They call them like trabecular fractures that don't improve. And now you have to go in there and inject a stem cell to the bone. It takes time. You know, not super common, but it definitely does happen. He doesn't have the 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 time allowance to do a stem cell or anything like that because no. he needs to get right back out there. Right. You inject stem cell to the bone bruise. I mean, one, it's, it's a procedure. It takes time for it to heal because it's your body healing itself. We all know your body doesn't heal itself tomorrow, ever. Right. Right. It uh, always takes time. I, and I know you've mentioned this before, but explain it maybe if you can. When when they're around the clock treating, say, a hyperextension or a bone bruise, I know you've talked about the bone stimulator before. Is that the type of stuff that they will do to kind of get him going again? Uh, a bone, I mean... <clears throat> You know, you can use a bone stimulator. We use them on uh, like microfractures that don't improve. Um, you could try it. it. It basically just gets the bone to heal itself. It, it what it does, it causes an electrical current for the bone cells to travel across the the joint or the area where the fracture is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not quite sure if you know. It's not my first line to do on bone bruises. Most bone bruises do improve on their own, uh, but I think if you had it for a while, you could definitely try it and see if it does anything. All right, so let's uh, kick it to the NBA before we are done. Uh, 641-1010, if we miss your question, we will definitely try and get to it next week. But go ahead and hit us with one, uh, especially if you are uh, just sitting back and thinking about some of the aches and pains. Uh, You can hit the text line at 641-1010. Ja Morant, one of the more dynamic and exciting players uh, in the association, uh, ends up uh, basically being put on the shelf for the season, uh, and he has a torn labrum. And Gio, when all whenever we talk about torn labrums and stuff like that, you know, we we are we are in the football world. Let's admit it. Uh, but a season-ending shoulder injury expected to undergo surgery for a torn labrum. Yeah, and so we've seen a lot of players with torn labrums, and they play their football or basketball, and then they get surgery in the off season. That's common. But when your labrum now causes pain, causes impingement of your motion, 
or you get the feeling of instability because the labrum is part of the stability structure of the shoulder, then at that point you cannot wait and you have to get that done, especially if you're unstable, right? Because now your shoulder is going to pop out of place uh, possibly while you're playing and potentially cause way more damage. So for him, he, he must have had bad mechanical symptoms or instability for them not to wait to the uh, end of the season and just do it now. Yeah. I mean, that's really, we'll find out uh, whether or not he, you know, how quickly he comes back. We talk about these athletic young uh, athletes and there's no reason to think he can't come back from that, but it's just a shame he had come off of the suspension and just now gets yeah. back to where he's healthy. So uh, yeah. all right, Gio, we are out of time, my man. Uh, yeah. Sit- are you going to watch some ball? Are you going to watch the ball? I have a quick thing. Uh, someone sent to me. I thought it was great. When the Boeing, luckily no one got hurt, but when that Boeing went plane, blew off the door, someone oh, said, yeah. if I'm, someone gave, sent me the tweet, if I'm in the plane while the plane door came off and I started buying pits on Boeing, is that considered insider trading? Because I'm inside <laughs> the plane. <laughs> uh, I like it. Boy, they flipped out over that one, didn't they? Well, I mean, Holy Boeing's shit. not looking good, I'll tell you that much, and that plane has a lot of problems. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was not good. Not good at all. No bueno. No bueno. All right, we are done, Gio. Thank you. Uh, as always, don't forget BariOrthopedics.com. Make sure you log on and check out what they can offer officers all over the city. And if you need him, you can find him, uh, and you can listen to our podcast. Apple, Google, Spotify. All right, my brother. Uh, happy Sunday. Enjoy it. You've been listening to Breaking Bones with Dr. George Bari and Joe C. on 1010XL.